It's time for To The Max Sports, where we talk about sports. They're just two guys, Max and Drew, in a bar talking all things sports. Well, without the bar. And the beer. Wait, why aren't we in the bar? Hello, folks, and welcome to the Blind Whipper Production Studios. You all know what time it is. Time for To The Max Sports. And we have our namesake here. He's finally back, Mr. Max. How you doing, everyone? It's good been to be a back. while. Been a while. Year hiatus, but uh, good to see you. We've got a lot to talk about. And then behind the scenes, working our knobs and turning the screws, we got Brother Bob. Howdy, howdy. What's going on, Brother Bob? Not much, not much. It's an it's an interesting morning. We're we're recording on in the morning for those that were expecting to see us on Wednesday evening. Yeah, okay. life life intervened. So we're recording now in the in the morning on Thursday. We're going to get this out before the Thursday night football game and uh, move on from there. What's well, like I tell people, we look great in person, but we sound awesome on the radio. So use that Spotify, that Apple, all that fun stuff. You can listen to us anytime. Uh, we may be making a few changes along the way now that we got Max, and we'll set up uh, a consistent time and hour to uh, to run the show. So having said that, uh, interesting week in the NFL, kids. Uh, we can start off with Bob's favorite team. How about them Cowboys? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the quietest I've ever heard Bob. Yeah. I, or how about, how, or who, who are they going to beat them Bengals? <laughs> well, th- does that say good things about the Cowboys or bad things about the Bengals? Well, I think it says good things about the Cowboy defense. We cannot deny the fact that they have faced uh, arguably two of the better quarterbacks in the NFL being Brady and uh, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. And uh, the defense is, is held tough. Yeah. I think they've given up, what, touchdown or two, so... The defense has been sticky. If they can get that offense, maybe the Cooper Rush era has begun. Do we really think Dak's going to be back in like two games? Do we really believe Jerry Jones is a medical doctor? <laughs> what do you think? I think I think Jerry Jones is going to push for that, and I think Dak is going to shoot for those two to three weeks, just like Bob says. But you know what? I think that's going to hurt the Cowboys. One of the things that we saw out of Cooper Rush was that he wasn't checking off. Whenever he was receiving the plays, he was running the plays, and that's what made him effective in the second half, mm-hmm. which versus Dak, Dak would check off every every time, right? And you can see that. Uh, yeah, Dak's coming back sooner, but you know what? Maybe he shouldn't. Maybe he should completely heal. <laughs> I mean, go with Cooper Rush, man. Well, I mean, Cooper knows the system. It played out well. I, I didn't expect uh, the Cowboys to play as well as they did. Um, I didn't expect the Bengals to play as bad as they did. They've got some things they need to work on now because they've gone about three or four football games with not a whole lot of touchdowns and field goals just aren't going to cut in the NFL. So they got some things to work on too. Yeah, that offensive line, uh, you can tell just by watching the Bengals that they need to sure that thing up a little bit for for Joe Burrow because he's a great quarterback and I'm afraid that um, he can't you know, go through another injury, which he had, what, a year ago or two years ago. Well, you can tell that we uh, we got a Cowboys lineman, uh, Leo Collins, because he jumped off sides about three times in, in <laughs> opportune minutes for us. I was like, yeah, that's that's what the Cowboys do. Well, welcome to the Bengals now. But it, 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 here's my question about the Bengals front office. I remember us talking before the draft 
about what the Bengals should do. And I thought it was first round offensive line, second round offensive line, third round offensive line. I think the fourth round was the <laughs> offensive line as well. It's no, it's no secret that that was one of their Achilles heels from the last season. And you don't correct it. Well, they upgraded with some free agent signings, but obviously it's not working out. This kid is getting hammered again. And you know, they, you just can't have an NFL quarterback Talk to one of the Carr brothers. You just can't get sacked eight to ten times a game and survive in the NFL for a sustained period of time. So they've got some work to do. And yeah. I noticed they don't mix up the backfield much. I mean, Mixon's probably running about 85% of the play. So they need to get somebody out there. I need that. He's on my fantasy. I need Nixon to run you need 95. Nixon? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> and if you need him for fantasy, that's good. But I mean, uh, they they need to suppose some relief for him. Mm-hmm. But uh, we'll see what happens there. Any other surprises? How how about uh, the Detroit Lions? They were kind of a surprise uh, pick for a lot of analysts going in there to have a better season. And I think uh, they're leading the NFL right now in scoring. They're lead. I, I thought the Bills were leading. Well, Sands Bills. Okay, but, but who would have ever put Detroit and the Bills in the same conversation as far as offensive juggernauts? Well, I mean, I I still think they they'll they'll be competing for a wild card because I I still I'm going to stand by the Packers winning that division. Oh yeah, no nobody's gonna the Packers are going to run away run away with that. And, and and I think you're right, but it is kind of refreshing to see them. Got this crazy team out on the West Coast, the 49ers, and uh, managed to eke out some wins the way they do. I like the fact that Jimmy G is back. I like the fact that he restructured his contract. I like the fact that no one wanted to pick him up. I don't think that they regress by having Jimmy G back. No, I think they go forward. I I actually think they are a better team with Garoppolo than they are, than they were going to be with Lance this season. The case for Lance is Lance has a much, much greater ceiling than Jimmy Garoppolo. We know what Jimmy G is. We know what Jimmy G isn't. We don't know what Trey Lance is going to be. His ceiling is huge, but Jimmy G wins you football games. You people have hated on Jimmy G all this time. And I just showed him some love. I think he's 35 and 19 as a starting quarterback, something like that. I don't know if it's as much as I hate Jimmy G as as much as I like rattling your chains. Bold prediction. Two years from now, Jimmy G will be with San Francisco and Trey Lance will be with a Different team. That is a bold prediction. I, I'm not sold on Lance as a long-term solution to the 49ers problems. One one of the problems for me generally with running quarterbacks is, or or quarterbacks have a they have a penchant for running. They are putting themselves in situations where it's not it's not the hit that I'm worried about. It's it's not the hits that I'm worried about. I am worried about the freak roll over an ankle, the freak, your, your leg gets pinned down and someone comes on it and breaks, breaks your leg a la Alex Smith or Joe Theismann. That's what I worry about with a running quarterback. And with Jimmy Garoppolo, you have a guy that, that wasn't trained that way. I mean, he can do it. He's physical. Don't, don't get me wrong, but that's not where his head is. That was kind of the head with, with Colin Kaepernick. And I think that's the, 
that was the problem for Lamar Jackson, though he kind of got through that. But RG3 had that problem. Lamar, uh, yeah. Baltimore. I, he's had injury issues. I just, that, that's my problem. That's my problem with Trey Lance is that you are, you are having a guy that is going to come in and get under a pile and crap happens under the pile. Yep. And don't you think that the other players like his brothers uh, tend to work harder when they really support the guy that they really like? Example, did you see when Jimmy G and the 49ers completed their game, how the rest of the team reacted towards Jimmy G? I mean, they were yeah. excited. Yeah. These guys were excited. They were showing passion. They were hugging this guy, high yeah. five. But with Trey Lance, you didn't see any of that. Yeah. So in, the, in the, between those four walls, I mean, that's the truth there. And these guys, they can't hide that. So I think with well, the players. Yeah, at the end of the day, Jimmy G's a proven winner to an extent. And, and, he's, and, he's, been with, he's, and he's been with winners. He's likable and he's a very, very good looking man. <laughs> he's <very> handsome. <laughs> His girlfriends are pretty, pretty nice looking as well. <laughs> On the handsome factories, he's up there. So have we found uh, the quarterback of the future for the Jets with Joe Flacco? <laughs> Why is everybody laughing? No. <laughs> Look where he's at right now. Where are the Jets? The Jets are as far as uh, scoring, aren't they? Like in the top five. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. Mike has resurrected his career with the New York Jets. So what does that say about Wilson? Wow. So that's a good point. Um, is Denver now becoming the place where quarterbacks go to die? It used to be uh, Cleveland and New York. Is but when you think about it, I th I think we were all just enamored by what Elway did with bringing bringing Manning in, and we've lost the fact that or lost the the the, the idea that Elway doesn't really bring in really good quarterbacks. He for being a quarterback, he should have better innate sense about quarterbacks bringing them in, and he hasn't. He really hasn't, and uh, maybe Russell. You know, we're two games in. Uh, I haven't been really excited about their OC and the play calling they've made to put Russell Wilson in a position for success, but we'll see. It is a long season. It is a long and season. We have two, 15 more games to go. And two games a season does not make. Yeah, but that's the NFL. It's, it's overreaction Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. True. So, you know, we have a segment that we talk about. Uh, it used to be this week in baseballs. But they've kind of quieted down a little bit. Uh, but we do have this week in foot brawls. So this was our foot brawl. And I guess uh, the Auburn fans didn't have anything to cheer about as they watched their team getting destroyed by Penn State. So they decided to take it out on each other in the stands. So well, we have a little segment here where we do a fan I'm fight. I'm ready to watch this. Yeah, and, and, and big shout out to uh, SEC Shorts. They had a really, really good uh yeah, if you get segment on, on, on Auburn getting murdered. How do you get to that? Is that just Google SEC shorts? Yeah, you can just Google SEC shorts. So here's the video. Let's see if I can cue it up the right way. Not a lot to see in that one, but there was well, a lot of distraction with the hot chick to the right on that video feed that you had. Yeah, and 
they still don't sell alcohol in college football stadiums, right? So that was a sober fight. <laughs> in Austin, they do Coors Light. Yeah. Okay. That, that was an awful. Speaking of Coors Lights, why can't we all just get along? <laughs> and so I picked us up the other day and, you know, maybe they, they need to do this and we can all just have a kumbaya moment. And after the football game, as you're driving down the highway, you can just grab a Coors Light to go. That happened on I-75. For those of you that can't see it, uh, hundreds of thousands of core lights spilled out on the highway. Yeah, maybe the driver was just going, hey, I'm not really hauling beer, so let's just spill it on the highway. <laughs> or, to show our last one, if you get real excited, which cowboy fans tend to do because they're really obnoxious, and uh, occasionally when they do win, they get so excited, they will jump on a horse and ride the horse to a Walmart. <laughs> Okay. So what are you going to do after the game, Jim? Well, I'm going to get on my horse and go to Walmart. <laughs> so a couple <laughs> questions about that. One, can you... Because obviously, well, not obviously, but I'm going to make a, a jump in and in, in conclude that that he had a few adult beverages. I'm assuming that he did. Would that be a, if you're on a beast of burden and the police stop you, I guess because it's non-mechanized, it would just be a public intox and not a DWI. Yeah, I, I, that's what I was going to ask. So I wonder, maybe he doesn't have a driver's license from previous interactions with the with law enforcement. If you get on a horse to buy beer at Walmart, prob probably so. <laughs> you might you might have a problem if. <laughs> I, I was watching a, a guy get arrested one time uh, for a DWI. He jumped on his tractor to go get some beer. That's yeah, still driving under the influence. Yeah, yeah that would it be was. driving because it's more. And they arrested him. It was a DWI because it's. I guess if it's mechanized, yeah, any kind of mechanized. Is your uh, skateboard mechanized? Well, it's it's an electric motor, so it's motorized. So, so technically, you could get a DWI. So be careful this weekend. Yeah, or it's like biking under the influence, yeah. walking while brown. Wait, sorry, <laughs> I'm gonna go political there for a second. <laughs> but as long as the horse didn't have anything that was, uh, I guess, added to him. Operation. I mean, you know, yeah. Hopefully, he had his blinders on. Wait, wait. Like, you mean added it to him like a performance-enhancing drug? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. That we are sure that maybe Barry some, Bonds was on because <laughs> he had the head of a horse. <laughs> yes. There you go. Maybe some Lasix or something. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's just that's, that's a weird horse in a Walmart. <laughs> hey, there, say, let's, let's put it this way. I've seen a lot stranger shit in Walmart than a horse. Oh, big, big shout out too! If you've never seen the People of Walmart website, go to the People of Walmart yeah. website. Stuff like this yeah. every day. <laughs> I, I would rather see a horse in a Walmart than some of the people I see walking around. Here. Well, that kind of explains because didn't Walmart buy the Denver Broncos, the family, the Walmart? Yeah, I think yeah, yeah. They're they're in the ownership group. I think it's the Walt the heiress. Yes, Not, yeah. But isn't the Broncos mascot a horse? It's yeah. all coming full circle. That's why they, I guess that's. Well, Walmart has always had this thought for me. It's a really, really great idea. Great prices, great values. It's kind of like, you know, a, a trailer park. 
a concept really, really good, but you don't want to be around the people that live there. You've just offended most of our audience. <laughs> I'm not going to be able For to all you walk. people living in trailer parks, <laughs> that's okay. Okay. Well, no, I am sure the ones that listen to our show are really, really good people, but I am sure the ones that are listening to our show are looking across the yard to the dude or the dudette living next door going, yeah, dude's got a point. Yeah. Dude's got a point. I will agree with you on that point, Bob. Okay. Go Broncos. So, yeah, go, Broncos. go Broncos. Yeah. Well, not, not this weekend. So we're, so we'll get to pick some a little yeah, bit. And don't drink and drive, jump on a horse. But talking about the other stuff. How how are the Raiders playing defense on two point conversions? Get letting Kyler Murray twenty one seconds. Dude runs for eighty one yards yeah. during that play. Yeah, they rush two and send back nine in coverage. You know, I've said for years, if you want to prevent yourself from winning, go into a prevent defense of any sort. And then the absolute collapse of the Ravens. Yes. Wow. wow. Do you know what the, the statistic was Is going a, into the weekend? Falconish. Worse. Worse than Atlanta yeah, Falcons. No one had ever done that in the fourth quarter. So. Yep. Down by 21 in the fourth quarter, teams that were trailing by 21 or more, 0 and 712. Yep. Not anymore. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> hey, what about Tua? Oh, my God. They pulled defeat from the jaws of victory. Oh, yeah, Tua. How many touchdowns? Five? Or six. Six. But didn't six. they? Yeah, that was something. Yeah. And there was questions about his arm going into the season. And remember, they were trying to, to uh, look for feelers for him yeah. to get traded. Well, they actually wanted Deshaun Watson. Yeah. But he's answered those questions. And I think he went from not being drafted in any fantasy leagues to now. I think he's in every fantasy league and he's probably starting this week. Yeah. Everybody wants yeah, him. Everybody yeah. wants him. Now, he got so. hot. Yeah. Well, one of the things that me and Bob have been doing is uh, – to be a handicapper, you just can't pick a team to win. You got to pick the team against the spread. And that's what we've been doing. And, and Bob, uh, we were right at 500 this past week. Yeah, at 500. You um, you had the Eagles. I didn't. Um, I had the Green Bay Packers. You took the Bears to cover the 10. Yeah, I thought, yeah. But I did go with my philosophy. And I ask you, if you have an offense and you're getting double-digit points, take it. If you don't have an offense and you're getting double-digit points, take the team that's giving. So um, that's what happened there. For the year, you are now a very strong 5-2 and two against the spread. 5-2 and two against the spread. I'll and, take that. And I'm 4-3 and three against the spread. That's so still I, I good. Still got you're, a winning won, percentage. you're winning money. So we're going to do this week. Uh, guys, we do Thursday night games, Sunday and Monday night games. Max, feel free to... To start playing along if you want. So who's the Thursday night? The Thursday game? night game, we have the Steelers on the road to the Browns, who are still with their backup quarterback because their primary is not playing football right now. The Browns are favored by four at home. The Mitchell Trubisky era has begun. He beat my beloved Bengals. Steelers, Steeler Nation to okay. cover. Max, you want to chime in on this one? So you're saying that the Steelers are going to cover the minus four? I'm saying the Steelers will cover. They they are they are getting four, correct? They are getting four. And a half or four? Just four. Steelers plus four all day long. I'll take that. I'll take that. 
Well, I'll, I'll go counter just in the idea that the Browns are playing at home and let's, let's be honest, neither of these teams have a quarterback. (laughs) That's true. And you being ever the contrarian. Well, I mean, I have to, that's, that's the way you win. So take it for what it's worth fans. We got two Steelers covering the plus four and one Browns giving the points. Giving the points at home. Sunday night we have the forty we have the 49ers traveling to the Denver Broncos and gaining a little bit of elevation up to mile high. 49ers are laying one and a half in Denver. X. Hmm. So the one and a half, um that's the 49ers covering that. I think the 49ers will go into Denver and cover that. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to agree on that one just because I'm a 49ers homer. I think, I think Jimmy G is, is the real deal. He'll win another game. Cause that's all he does is win, win, win. So yeah, the same you're playing yeah. the Cowboys in the playoffs last season though. <clears throat> well, no, except we beat the Cowboys. We did win. Unfortunately, that <laughs> unfortunately that game. No, 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 uh, no. I'm, I'm, I'm going to talk about this. I had a Biden moment. What was Jimmy that? Garoppolo got injured in that game? Injured. That's that's that was a sh- that was the game he got the shoulder injury because he fell off in the second that's half. Right. If he doesn't get that injury, we win the Super Bowl. I'm just saying. <laughs> How long have you been a 49er fan? Uh, since the first Super Bowl win with Joey Montana and the catch, which is also the reason why I hate the Cowboys. Okay. <laughs> and they're playing in mile high, correct? Playing in mile high. Jimmy G goes into mile high despite himself throwing for one touchdown and two interceptions and fumbling the ball. The 49ers win and the Jimmy G era begins again. Drew is picking the 49ers because he didn't have a Broncos hat. <laughs> now, do y'all see this hat? I had to ask how long you've been a 49er fan. That is a little faded. The hat is now yours, sir. Awesome. Awesome. So no, he gave you anything. So, so the backstory to that is I was a, I was a wee child in, in the first Super Bowl, and my dad entered me in their office, super, office playoff pool, and I won 130 bucks in 81 on the 49ers. So I'm, I'm going to ride or die. I mean, I, I rode in through the Singletary days, got, got me Jimmy Harbaugh coming back. Love, love me some Colin Kaepernick and the last couple of seasons. Eh. And you want to know why I hate the 49ers? Uh, Cause you don't like success. Not because I'm a Cowboys fan, which I'm not, but my beloved Bengals had their hearts broken. Not once. Two times. <laughs> but twice. twice. And you know, when I watch that, and I watch occasionally, I'm just, you, you just want to see the, if Lewis Breeden holds on to that interception, we win one of those Super Bowls. But it if, is what it is. If you're able to make it into the end zone on four downs and not turn it over on downs, maybe you win another one too. But like I've always said, if my aunt had that, she'd have been my uncle. Mm, fair enough. Fair enough. So we, okay. we, uh, so that covers that's the so that's so we all have we all have San Francisco on Sunday night. night and what was the line on that one and a half okay and on Monday night we have the Dallas Cowboys going on the road to the New York Giants who are two and zero oh, who are two and zero oh. if the Giants win this game they start they end up September undefeated. The Giants, who I said calling them a dumpster fire was an insult to dumpsters and to fires, 
are almost undefeated in September. Wow. Well, I thought they had a really good draft. Um, that game, what's the line again? It's just one. Giants are favored by one. So, it, so in essence, I, I, I call this a pick em. So the Cowboys roll into town. Uh, Zeke uh, goes off. How about them Cowboys? They wow. cover. You're taking the Cowboys? Goes off and assaults someone in the stands and gets arrested? No, goes they, off? He, he goes off on the field. He finally gets his 100 yards. Okay. Max, who do you want in this game? Well, of course, the Cowboys, but um, I'm kind of viewing it from the standpoint where I think the Giants are playing pretty good ball right now. They're not making too many mistakes, so I'm going to take the Giants on this one. So, Wow, going contrary to your heart. Absolutely, my Never heart. Never bet your heart. I know. You taught me that, so I'm not betting my heart. Well, I'm going to bet my heart. <laughs> <laughs> I knew he was going to <laughs> Okay. I'm taking the Giants, but I'm also going to lay a prop bet on the side of this one. Okay. Saquon Barkley has more yards than Elliott. Oh, I think Saquon has more yards than Pollard and Elliott. I don't know. That that uh, that Cowboy defense that. is playing tough. I'll, um, I'll take that bet for a pizza. Okay. Slice of pizza. Okay. So, just to make sure, Elliott... And Saquon, whoever has most yards. So you're taking Elliott and Bob's. I'm going to take Barkley, yeah. Whoa, okay. Call me a fool. Get extra cheese on that. It's, it's also the NFC East. I mean, yeah. it's like anything can happen yeah, in the NFC have. East. That's true. Good point. For for all I know, Eli Manning is is going to come off the, the Manning cast, walk onto the field as Chad Powers. They may be calling him back. <laughs> I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so Max and I saw a video. Eli Manning did the undercover boss thing at Penn State, at and, Penn State yes. and, and walked on as Chad Powers. That is funny. Long hair. <laughs> he was disguised. It was funny. He I'll tell you, they, those are pretty funny guys. So, so hey, Drew, what do you think about uh, mixing this up a little bit? Go ahead. No, I was going to ask you a question. So Eli Manning today as a 41-year-old runs the 40. What do you think his time is? Actually, I'll give you an over-under. Eli over -under. Manning, Eli Manning yeah. running the 40, five and a half seconds, do you take the over or the under? Five and a half? Five and a half. I'm sure you're going to tell me it was uh, over, but I would, I would have said under. Just barely, 5.49. Uh, he guess about 5.3. <laughs> but he didn't run that fast during his playing career. I know. Nope. I mean, <laughs> hey, on to something else. I, I thought about this. What do you guys think? It's kind of irritating to me. What do you think about all this NFL pickups now, like on Prime TV, tonight's game? And Oh, yeah. You guys find this really irritating, having all these different well, I think avenues? part of, I'm sorry. Part of that is um, that's kind of the the wave think about five years from now, I mean, it's not going to take 10, but five years from now, uh, you got a lot of movement in the U S you know, families being moved and everything. I think that's kind of the wave where we're going as far as having a, um, download something, you're going to be able to stream it. It's going to get more and more away from ESPN controlling it all, ABC yeah. or Fox. I think I know it's annoying as heck because I did the same thing when I'm looking for the Thursday night game and at the last second, it hit me. Oh, I need to go to Prime. 
Yep. So I get on there, I go to Prime, and there it is. And it's just because it's opened everything up. The NFL can't carry everything. And then, then part of that is also all these retired athletes that are now announcers or, or play-by-play. Wow. That's, they need to work yeah. on that. Yeah. yeah. And, and what's, what's amazing for me on this one, talking about the, the spectacle of it, they're getting good games on Thursday nights. I, I historically not like yeah. Thursday night games. Crappy teams, crappy games are not prepared, but I mean, we're, we're getting another division rivalry, Steelers Browns. Yeah. And I'm okay with prime and Amazon and Apple, but, but show two games in and, and put one on ESPN too. But Drew, you know, so I, mean, I can watch. So who's like Sunday night, who's showing that game? NBC? Yeah. That's the yeah, NBC has a Sunday night game. Monday night is who's show, who ESPN. Is? ESPN. Well, you made the point that I'm making is this. So Thursday it's prime prime ESPN. But if I don't have ESPN because I don't have cable, but I am downstreaming Prime, and then what if I don't have local? But can't everybody have a piece of the pie? Can't they do two games on Thursday night? They no. they could, but then you then you run into a short rest situation with more than two teams. I mean, they they bake that into the schedule. Yeah. And going back, I mean, I think we can almost replay this conversation of you know, a couple decades ago when ESPN first got Monday night football, we were all like, what do you mean? I, I, I have to have a cable package to watch Monday night football. What are you doing to me? And everyone now it's, it's nothing to anyone. So I think to, to your point, Max, I, th- I think we're going to be the, in the same way in a few more years. I mean, okay. It's just more places to watch it. More yeah. growth. Do you remember Netflix? When you first started off with Netflix, what you would send in your little DVD in the mail get a package still have my subscription <laughs> yes and now it's turned into what netflix but then you gotta pay for all this shit that's prime and amazon and i'm an old school dinosaur man i just want to turn on the tv and well there's tvs now that you can purchase that has all that yeah they want more money and i don't like spending money do you like getting your stuff in two days or less i have never bought anything on the internet really Really? I'm actually geared now you, towards I'm... buying stuff on the internet because I want to avoid Walmart at two o'clock in the morning because I don't want to see a horse. You don't want to get run over by a horse. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm a borderline horse. dinosaur. I mean, if we could ride around on horses at Walmart, <laughs> I'd, I'd own a horse. <laughs> I'd rather have the package delivered to my home. Wow. <laughs> hey, guys, let's wrap it up with, and we talked about it real quick, uh, some comings and goings on in baseball. And two neat little records are being chased. Pujols run to... 700. I don't know where he's at right now. 698. And it gets tougher, man. This, this two are going to get tougher and tougher. Uh, and then we got judge who judge looks like he is going to break Roger Maris's record. Yeah. I, he's got the next three or four games. I wish he could have broke. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I wish he could have broken bond so we could just get that asterisk out of the way and have a legit record. But, that's now, I mean, that's a, that's a real deep debate about what what that record means or what that record doesn't mean, because he was he was playing against players. He was playing against pitchers that were juiced. Yeah. Invariably, he was playing against pitchers that were juiced. So. I I am sad about Bonds because he was going to be a Hall of Fame player without the steroids. Yeah. But back to Judge. I think he may be able to break the record against Boston. Their next four games are against Boston, which I think would be awesome, even though I hate the Yankees. But I love Judge. I think he's going to beat against Boston. One of the pitchers he's up against, he has three career home runs against against this guy. It's happening against Boston. Next four games, 62. Let me ask you a question. You're a pitcher in the major league, and you're – 
You got the opportunity to serve up Judge's 60-second home run. Do you, do you kind of throw a 90-mile uh, fastball down the middle and let him? Oh, absolutely. So you go in mortality as the oh, guy? Oh, you're tied into that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'll sign the ball, too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Here we go. Al, Al Downing. Al Downing. Who would Pre- have ever heard of Pretty okay Al? career, but yeah. you would not know Al Downing except he was the guy that served up 715. Yeah. And I think for pool holes, I think that is such an almost feel good story right now that if I'm a pitcher, I'm like, okay, Albert, it's coming down the middle. It's going to be a fastball. I ain't throwing any, you know, breaking stuff, no changeups, no curves, nothing. Yeah. It's a fastball. Here you go. There you go. Just like if uh, pool had about three more years left in his career and, and still could knock out 20 to 25. Would you cheer for him to be Bonds's record? No, he he's not going to do it. But I'm just saying, I'd rather have anybody the Bonds right now holding the record, just because of the stigma attached to that record, and have a quote unquote legit guy. I like the fact. I, I I actually like the fact that that record is there with Bonds, because we get to talk about that about that era. There's a lot of nuance in that era, and Bonds, for all of the bad boy brat, no one really liked him. The press hated him. He was never a likable guy, which I think is part of his problem. You know, that's part of the era. Yeah. It was, it was against the rules, but they didn't test for it. What did you, what did major league baseball think was going to happen? This is a sport where they had the amphetamines and the greenies in a candy jar in the dugout. True. Like we have over there. (laughs) Okay. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> secrets hey, of the show real real quick uh we'll wrap it up here and we'll just do let's do sudden death again okay okay and uh max would we'll, well let's do it max will get the concept so max what we do is and you can play along after see if you think we're but we ask each other a question whoever gets the first one right and the other one gets it wrong these are trivia questions oh, okay so feel free to listen and play along sure um you want to go first? For those of you at home, we're doing trivia. Play along. If you're watching, make comments on the show. If you enjoyed it, if we're doing something right or wrong, let us know. Okay, folks? I will ask first. Oh. Baseball. Baseball. Since we were just talking about it. All right. Left fielder goes high up on the wall, Got reaches it. over the fence, and makes the catch. That, that's an out. He falls into the stands without ever coming back down into the field of play. Home run or out? That is still a home run. No. It is an out. The outfielder caught the ball in the field of play. Yeah, man. I'm on a worse losing streak than the Denver Broncos. So talking about that, either of you guys watched any of the banana ball stuff? The Savannah Bananas? Uh. Highly recommend Savannah Bananas. So with all the rule changes coming to baseball, pitch clock and all that, making it a better thing, Savannah Bananas, and I forget his last name, first name is Jeff. Um, they have this concept called Banana Ball, and it's basically exhibition ball. It's not, it's not for anything. They're not a part of any league, and they have right. nine rules. Every inning counts. Okay. So what they do is you outscore the other team in an inning, you get a point. The first team to five points wins. Two-hour time limit. I like that. If, if the game is tied after two hours, sudden death showdown, one-on-one showdown, pitcher versus batter, one fielder. 
Cool. Oh, no walks. So if you get a walk, it's a sprint and you get to go as far as you can go until every other player in the fielding team has touched the ball. Cool. You can steal first base. If it's pass ball, doesn't matter what the count is. Um, and one of the more interesting rules, foul ball caught by a fan batters out. I like that. Oh, I like That's that. cool. And then, and then the other two batter steps out of the box strike batter bunts ejected from the game. <laughs> I like the fan participation. So there we go. Yep. I play banana ball, but usually it's in the privacy of my bedroom. Oh man. Okay. Next okay. question. <laughs> baseball. We'll stick with baseball. We'll stick with that. Yes. Bases are loaded with one out. Okay. When the batter flies deep to the outfield. Okay. The runner on third scores easily. And the runner from second tags up and reaches third. The runner from third thinks he might have left early, which he has. So after retouching home, he sprints back to the third base. The pitcher who now has the ball tags both runners who are standing on third, who is out. The second base. No. No. No, it's 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 the it's the guy on third base. Max, welcome back to the show. The runner who was previously on second. Okay. So let's let's ask one of Max since we both got both of them wrong. (laughs) Max got that one right, but that was my question. For the win, Max. For the win, okay. Okay. If you know, we all we're all winners. We all tie if you don't get no pressure. We'll go baseball again. There is a runner on third with one out. Batter, realizing the runner on third has decided to steal home, backs up and interferes with the catcher, preventing him from making a play on the runner. Who was out? There's only one runner? Runner on third, yep. Uh, Who interferes with the catcher? The batter. Batter backs up, interferes with the catcher. Oh, the uh, runner on third. You're correct. Max Max is a big winner. Welcome back, Max. Thank you. Nice to be back. (laughs) Miss well, you guys. we will be back. We're looking at some new times. We're thinking right now Thursdays will work well for both of us. We'll put something out there. Of course, we're going to upload this later on YouTube. For those of you that are listening live, you can watch it later on YouTube. You can watch it on Apple, on Spotify. Wow, going into the radio voice? Until then, everybody have a great evening in uh, OH. We are out. I am.